started to freak out when they put up this plexiglass. I, mm -hmm. I kept seeing my reflection. And I was like, who is that green hair bitch? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's me. So how have you been? So oh I've been defending Nickelback today. <laughs> okay, I saw that. I saw that. All right. Why is new metal the next thing on the chopping block? Okay, I don't want to see that on my timeline. I don't. Listen, you want to trash on Limp Biscuit? That's fine. But you leave Stained in Lincoln Park out of this. All right. <laughs> I don't think anybody came for Lincoln Park on that. At least not so far as I know. But I, uh, yeah, no, it was. I played. Uh, they did a cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia, Ooh. and um, honestly, wait, Nickelback did? Yes. Now, their guitarist didn't do it. It was this other guy, who, Dave Martone. So he's just this guy who who does, like, shredding stuff. Like, oh, he's okay. just been, like, with other... But, yeah, it's not terrible, but, like... The backlash, because it's automatically Nickelback, I feel like, kind of pisses me off because I'm like, listen, the Nickelback jokes were, like, old. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's kind of like, I don't know, it seems like jokes that, like, my dad would make, you know? Yeah. Where it's kind of like, it was, like, internet humor, but, like, 10 years ago. They like, seem like actually decent people. Funny having enough, hair like, like ramen for a little yeah, bit there, exactly. that's, like, like, the worst <laughs> thing they did? Like, I don't understand. You know, and I think it's really funny that, that uh, you're bringing this up. Because funny enough, at trivia this past week, there was one of the teams. There was I asked some kind of question. I and it was some kind of music related question, right? Yeah. They said, well, at least it's not Nickelback. And I, and I basically said the same thing that that you were saying, right? right? I was just kind of like, you know, like I don't like Nickelback, right? But I feel like a lot of the hate is completely unwarranted. Yeah. Right. I, got, I got booed for having a lukewarm Nickelback opinion. <laughs> <laughs> anything positive to come out of 2020 give Nickelback their dignity like I don't understand this at all here's the thing I'm not saying that Nickelback is like a good band they're just there like they're, like they're present they're not like insulting okay I'm gonna bleep out this part but I will take Nickelback over a th album any day uh, of the yeah, week yeah that's fair like okay let's take in Insane Clown Bossy because they're kind of in that same uh, kind of yeah, bubble definitely. too right so I don't like their music, right? And it's kind of just funny, like, looking at the lyrics, right? But they turned out to actually be decent people. Well, when they you were know? like, we're not going to hold our gathering of the Juggalos today because of COVID. <laughs> and I'm like, who would have thought that Insane Clown Posse were like, hey, guys, let's be reasonable about this. <laughs> like, if anybody had that on their bingo card, like, I'm like, what the mm -hmm. hell is this year? So, but the reason I'm saying mm, all of yes. this about defending things that you know what i mean are universally sometimes panned mm -hmm. is that obviously today we are going to be reviewing twilight new moon in the series of twilight movies that we are both going to eventually watch mm -hmm. and we're both watching it for the first time and i will say this off the bat okay there were some interesting things that i found in it too it's a fun movie to watch i will already say that it's fun and i you know because I know some people like genuinely like this, and that's fine. I just want to put that out there. That is fine. It is not my cup of tea anymore, and now I understand mm. why. You know what I mean? Yeah. But can I can I say my initial thoughts? Sure. Here? Yeah. Uh, kind of in uh, response to you, I. So the first Twilight movie, just uh, you know, Twilight, right? Yeah. It was a very bad movie. Not good for many different reasons, right? But it was funny. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a comedy movie. All oh, right, this is a little comedy. This one, I didn't, I did not find New Moon 
at nearly as hilarious as the first one. Well, let's just dive into it, okay. Jared. The All fact right. is that a new moon is when the sky is at its darkest, similar to Bella's <laughs> life. As Edward leaves, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I got a question. So, okay, just basic premise here on her 18th birthday bella swan she's like oh i'm such a normal girl i don't want to party but <laughs> edward's like you're gonna have a party and uh she cuts her finger and my favorite jasper tries to eat her <laughs> <laughs> that, okay that was funny because so when jasper uh, I, I don't know what smells the blood yeah, in the yeah, room. yeah he's yeah. overwhelmed by the scent of bella's blood yeah so I love how Edward is like, stay back, babe, and throws her into a wall. <laughs> he couldn't restrain his power. So uh, so Edward ends this relationship because he's like, it's not responsible of me. And then the Cullens leave Forks and Bella is severely depressed and isolated for months. And the iconic, I would say one of the more iconic scenes that I see parodied a lot or mentioned is this depression scene. Now, I will say for you, because you did not have the experience of reading the book mm -hmm. when you read the book and it got to this air this this was chef's kiss revolutionary at the time <laughs> stephanie meyer did the smartest thing ever and she just goes and i'm not kidding you the, the pages were october november december to give you an idea of how long that's all they said was like you know and he left and it was bad Right, and that's, I don't know what the exact line was, but then the page was just October. Oh, so it's just one word each. November, yes. Oh. And I was like, yeah, way to get to your page count. <laughs> you know, for what it's worth, actually, I, I don't really care for a lot of, like, the camera work and, like, the actual, like, like oh, behind the scenes I stuff in this movie. that. But in this scene, like, you know, I I was like, damn, this is actually kind of cool, how the camera was, like, rotating around Bella and it was, like, changing the season. And, yes. I thought that was pretty all right. I was, was like, dope. yeah. And it was like, there's the possibility. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I, I kind of dig this song. I, I was kind of right. hoping for another Muse song, and unfortunately, we did not get you that know, this yeah, time. Oh, yeah, it's right? so weird yeah. because, uh, like, that's her big thing is Stephanie Meyer loved Muse, and, and that was her big thing. So, anyway. So now, like, you know, she's she's having a tough time. Let's talk about one of the scenes that um, effectively made me go, the hell did I just watch? She and her frenemy, Jessica, mm -hmm. Anna Kendrick. It's Anna Kendrick. They go to a movie and then afterwards, Bella sees some rough looking bikers and <laughs> thinks maybe I should go towards them as they're catcalling me. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like seeing Edward kind of, you know what I mean? Because she's putting herself in danger. Yeah. Let's, let's so, talk about so that. So Edward is a part of the force now. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it was really uh, like, I can't say how surprised I was when I saw like Edward's like ghost kind of sort of <laughs> astral projecting. <laughs> Dating be. advice to his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> it must be even weirder for you because at least I have some semblance of I know what's going to happen. For you, this is just like, what? <laughs> what's next? <laughs> I wish I had that. It like. was so weird. And here's the thing. No matter how bad of a breakup I've been in the past, given I don't think I've ever been catcalled by a bunch of hairy biker dudes and they're in their you know middle-aged yeah all right so so just help me out here and again you've read the books did bell do that just to kind of like get back at edward to tell him to kind of like piss off 
Okay, so so what so, was what was her mindset? So there? it's kind of both. Um, you know, Edward obviously was always overly cautious and overly protective of her, and so it kind of was like an fu. But it was also kind of like a um, it, it, she when she would do these dangerous things, she would catch glimpses of him, mm. almost like he was astral projecting, and like warning her to stop and she would do anything so she could catch glimpses mm-hmm. of him so that's that's where that comes from you know so which they actually I will to the credit of this movie yeah. that's a very weird thing to try to to put on screen they did it I feel like in the most effective way I knew what that was going on and I feel mm-hmm. like you kind of knew what was going on I had a vague idea yeah you know, and, and here's the thing thankfully Again, I'm watching all these with Amanda, and she's read the books. She's seen the movies numerous times, you know. So if I'm ever missing anything or the movie doesn't really do a good job of telling yeah. me what is going on, she can kind of fill in the gaps. Yeah. You know? Jessica literally watches her get on the back of yeah. a bike and go off into the night. <laughs> and if I was Jessica, I also would think she's crazy. Like, I'd yeah. be like, yeah. my friend is nuts. Like, Bella's like, nobody understands. And I'm like, Charlie, your father and Jessica have very real, like, concerns about mm-hmm. you because yeah. you are reckless right now. Like, this is just stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and again, I know we said it in our, in our first episode about, you know, the first movie, uh, Charlie is still the best character in this series. <laughs> like, without a doubt, he's just kind of like, well, well, you know, Bella, like, I love you. And, like, I got to make sure She's that like, you're taking care Dad. of yourself. And, like, Stupid. are you kidding? Like, if I was having night terrors after a breakup, my dad would put me on the curb, <laughs> damn it. He's, like, screaming. She's, like, yeah. screaming for nights on end. So here's the thing. Is it just supposed to be, like, her having a nightmare? Or is it, just, like, here's the thing. In the books... Is she just having like nightmares and she wakes up like a huh? Like she has like that no, initial jolt. Oh, she like actually legit, screaming in the books too. Like night terrors. Right. Again, something this movie did really well. This is bar none the darkest book in the series. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and so for like two, and this was also revolutionary. I feel like for its time, so you introduce this main romantic character that you get all these teenage girls hooked on, right? And then you take him away within the first twenty pages <laughs> and don't bring him back for two thirds of the book. That's crazy. Like, yeah. and so then we had to, of course, fall in love with Jacob Black. <laughs> Moving on to Jacob Black. Yep. <laughs> so what did you have to say? So I just. So one thing that I did not understand. So he already kind of knew about the history between him, like his clan, I guess, and the Colons. Yeah. Right? So he already knew about that. Did he not know that his clan can like turn into werewolves until he himself turned into a werewolf? No, he didn't know it. It okay. was kind of a secret. It was like, surprise, happy 16th. You're a werewolf. And this is like, it's way beyond like hormones. Now you can turn into a wolf, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, that that was kind of unclear because like he knows all the folk like uh the folklore and mm. stuff like that. So I wasn't sure if he was aware that he would turn into a werewolf. Yeah. Because he basically threatened to put this other guy, whose name I'm forgetting, in the hospital for yes. flirting with Bella. And then he was like, Oh, puberty time, gotta go. Okay, so I I, I feel like at some point he does know. Mm. You know, but he's not telling Bella quite okay. yet. It's a lot to explain to the girl you like, you know. Um, 
I just wrote under my notes the guitars. Um, so so a big thing that now is like now kind of culturally recognized. Again, like I can't stress this enough. These books, these movies were like it was a cultural reset, but it was because you never saw things. It was like Team Edward, Team Jacob. That was a thing. But then as a, now I'm older, Jacob Black has a compelling argument he does? for Bella to choose mm -hmm. him instead. He's he not, you know, not only is he good looking, but also he's like talking about it. he could grow old together with her. And it's like now it's so funny. What like coming across the story 10 years later, I'm like. This makes so much more sense. Also, <laughs> he seems handy. He can work on bikes. Also, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just like, this, wait a minute. Why was she even, like, compelled by this it, other like, guy? Like, he, she's kind of in a toxic relationship with Edward, too. Yes! Like, like Edward almost kills himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, that ain't healthy, girl. All right? <laughs> go, go be with your wolf boy, all yeah, right? Like, like, he'll keep you cold. Like, keep you warm, nice and warm in the winter, okay? That's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, the the more I watch this, the more I was like, wow. Um, I don't understand. Also, there's this kind of like built-in family. Also, you're not ever worried that they're gonna suddenly thirst over your blood and kill you. Yeah. Like what? Well, here's the thing. So I think the way I, on how she kind of made up for that was by showing. And I'm sorry, I watched the movie a couple weeks ago at this point, so the names yeah. are, are out of my brain. Uh, but there was uh, the wife of one of the other guys in uh, in Jacob's tribe, mm -hmm. right? And how she had, like, the scars from when oh, the guy kind of turned to, like, Emily, yeah. right? Yeah. So she had, like, these scars from when her partner, you know, decided to yeah, kind of a werewolf by accident. So I think she tried to balance it like that. Okay. Even though everybody else seemed pretty chill, except for the guys being kind of hot-headed. I guess, but again, it's still, like... It's just not the same level to me, like, as, like, I constantly thirst for your blood, and it is <laughs> quite a struggle for me to French kiss you because I also want to eat. Now I've been reading Midnight Sun from Edward's perspective, and oh, yeah. the, the struggle that this man goes through, the fact he, like, she tries to get some tongue in there, and he's like, the venom comes through my teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually we find out that Edward is uh he sees Bella cliff diving again to get a glimpse of Edward and then he thinks Sabella's killed herself. Oh look, it's 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 Romeo and Juliet. So he Yeah, okay, who does Stephanie Meyer think she is? She really thought she was onto something with that, right? I'm going to do a tween version of Romeo and Juliet. It's going to be so cute. These violent delights have violent ends. So uh he thinks that she's dying, so he does the obvious thing. He goes to Italy to ask the Volturi, which is this, uh, you know, coven that act like vampiric overlords, mm -hmm. basically, to end his life. And they refuse because they're like, boo, you can read minds. Why don't you join us? And he's like, no. So he's like, I'm going to expose. I love that the climax of this film mm -hmm. is Robert Pattinson taking off his shirt uh -huh. and going into the sun. Mm -hmm. That's that's the act. That's the exposure. It's so anticlimactic yeah and yet in the trailer they try to make it so climactic well and again like i i understand that they that stephanie meyer wanted to make it where it's like oh these vampires are different right but i feel like the majority of the people in that crowd that he was going to reveal himself to would be like 
Whoa, he's sparkling. Right. Wacky. Like, like nothing bad happens to Edward. It's just like public perception. You know, it's not... honestly is going to look at Robert Pattinson in all of his beautifulness and his glory and be like, I'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> of like. <laughs> it goes back, man. It's sparkly vampires. That's not intimidating. Yeah, you know? no, again, like, I don't think. And uh, the whole argument for that is like, well, he's so beautiful that it lures you in. It's like Venus flytrap thing. But why would then that be your way to kill yourself? You're yeah. just showing off how hot you are? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Okay, here's, a, here's the thing, though. He really didn't look that hot, like, at that point. Yeah, he looked kind of... He, he, he looked like a crack-addled vampire. He that, looked that's what he beaten <laughs> down. He was looking rough. <laughs> he was not looking good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we get to see the... Well, I think we did meet the Volturi. Did we in the first one? Uh, n- no. I, don't think, I think they mentioned not. it. I don't think they actually... Like, oh, fantastic, that. dude. I, I forgot how much I liked this. So they these are the... You were asking... If, oh, and we're missing the big thing is Victoria is kind of on the hunt now. Redhead yeah, vampires yeah. back to, to avenge James, who Edward killed in the first one. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you said something very, you know, poignant. You were like, is, is she going to be like the big baddie the whole time? No, no, she's That's, not. You yeah. know what I mean? If like, she takes a back seat, I'm OK with that. You know? Y- yeah. So um, she's just kind of like a catalyst to be used to, like, constantly keep Bella on edge because, like, yeah. there's this threat constantly but because like if edward had just left and there was no victoria then it would just be like and jacob's there and things are actually pretty decent Mm -hmm. you realize how much better your life is you know (laughs) what i mean like well and then the uh the other guy that was kind of like on victoria's team like kind of in her squad laurent laurent yeah yeah so well you know and he shows up in basically bella thinks that oh you know he put up a fight like he got away in in reality he got he got he's gone and i thought he was kind of a cool character too right and then they, they were just like no you're only used as a device to show off that the wolves exist <laughs> you're getting killed like i was like okay well i guess that eliminates that threat you know um so the volturi though you know going back to them so mm-hmm. you've got uh, michael sheen as arrow who you might recognize as my God, this man has been in so many things. He was in <laughs> Underworld Rise of the Lycans because I guess he just has that <laughs> mythical look. He was also in Good Omens. He was Aziraphale. He was oh. the good angel. Um, so he is just a shapeshifter of a man. So I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Dakota Fanning is Jane, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, I don't really find Dakota Fanning too intimidating. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't really... <laughs> but she's got the craziest power. She can like torture people with illusions of pain yeah yeah so here's the thing one thing i actually did like with salvo Volturi, how like how they've kind of built upon how everybody kind of has their own ability yeah now. and i mean to mention that they kind of build on that a bit more like in the later movies yes so you know i'm kind of excited to see where that goes because that could be something kind of cool yeah not saying that i want like like a marvel superhero fight or anything <laughs> like that but you know i think it'd be neat to see what they do with it what? Okay, no, I just had a, I, I... What, do you want a Blade reboot too? Because I do. Well, they've actually got Mahershala Ali uh, signed on for it, and Wesley Snipes gave his blessing. I'm all for it. Yeah, like, I am all I for like... a new Blade, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, also with Volturi, you got um, 
You've got my, my, my boo is Jamie Campbell Bauer as Caius, who uh, honestly, they don't even really give him a line. I think they give him one line, but it's okay. He just has to look back there and I'm just like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's your type player, is that? Uh, yeah, well, he he's a dead ringer for Kyle. He is, a, I've put oh, them yeah, side by side you know. and I'm like, honestly, it's you in a blonde wig. <laughs> and then Chris, um, Christopher Heyerdahl as Marcus, and he has the gift of seeing relationship connections with people. But let's be real here: in the grand scheme of things, that's a weak ass power. It is. So it is. that sucks. Sucks to be you. Um. So yeah, they go to the Volturi, and now unfortunately they know about Bella's existence and the fact that she basically has no thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wish they did almost like a Looney Tunes thing, where it's like I'll try to read her mind, and you just hear like it's just like a tumbleweed and like. Going through. <laughs> I, that was the thing that occurred to me. I was like, I, I read this tweet. It was about Midnight Sun. And it was like, did it ever occur to Edward that maybe the reason he can't read her thoughts is because Bella doesn't have any going on right now about anything that's going on? Like, he, she's just not even thinking. Like, so um, I feel like that's Christmas Stewart as a whole, though. So, uh, so they're deciding if Bella should be killed or transformed into a mm-hmm. vampire because now she knows. Um, and then Alice is like, oh nah, she's definitely gonna be a vampire. Don't worry about it and so they just let her go because they're like ah okay we trust you <laughs> which is very dumb on their part you know it's so weird it's so anticlimactic like, uh, again. Yeah, sure, man. you know because honestly if they were so dead set on it they could have forced their hand and been like do it right now yeah wait no do it right now (laughs) no we have two more books like no um and um so then they're like voting and stuff and then it 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 basically uh jacob is reminding edward about the treaty that if it's broken that if any cullen bites a human and then so basically we just like end with edward telling bella that he's going to change her into a vampire if bella marries him Dun, dun, dun. Because we forget that Edward is from the time of the Spanish flu in the early 1900s, and he is, in fact, incredibly old school. A <laughs> hundred-year-old virgin. What a lame ah! <laughs> You know, do you... That, that's the one thing that I'm thinking about, right? Like, yeah. and, and this still throws me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Imagine being like, oh, how old are you? Oh, 118. Mm-hmm. Excuse you? excuse you and also you're like and you're in a high school my dude so um yeah you know what's funny too is that um the devil all the time that trailer just came out a couple days ago it's got tom holland it's got robert pattinson as this kind of fake southern priest or preacher okay um oh that's the uh the netflix movie i heard about right yeah yeah yeah. bill skarsgård is in it sebastian Hmm. stan it's a crazy lineup um and and Rob Pattinson looks really good in it and I just I always say this to people I'm like they did my dude so dirty mm-hmm. locking him into this contract because honestly when I watched this I'm like oh he is actually playing a hundred plus year old man He's playing it. Like, I can actually see that that's who he's playing in his actions and the way he talks. It's just wrapped in a very hot package. But that's (laughs) who he is. Like, I genuinely, and and most of the time, but you could tell, like, he doesn't give a crap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Well, and that's the thing. the, The real funny thing that I've noticed about this. At least so far, I feel like Robert Pattinson's career is the only one that wasn't completely destroyed by this. Uh, right? Like, Kristen Stewart, I feel like, really hasn't been in anything. I mean, Taylor Lautner has been in 
maybe he's like been two in that other movies Netflix that special that that something ate with uh, with Adam Sandler. That was like the one thing. But None. like Robert Pattinson is here being in like good stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, Kristen Stewart, she was gonna be in something. I was really amped. So she was in the new Charlie's Angels, and then she was in Underwater, which is a sci-fi action horror film that I actually saw the trailer for, and I was like, okay, Kristen. And then of course, you know, friggin' 2020 hit, and I was like, all right, well, uh, you know, that just diminished that idea for me to go see that, but. Yeah, um, no, so, like, the acting in it isn't, like, it's not the, it's not the worst acting that I've seen in a movie. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not. I think it's up there, though. No, no, no. Really? No. Well, we're talking about, like, fantastical subjects, too, so I feel like you get a little bit of leeway there. I'm talking about a a movie with millions of dollars in budget. That's why I'm, like, maybe I'm holding this to to a too high of a standard. (laughs) Maybe. Just maybe. Okay, Anna Kendrick's speech on point. I did write that because she did a graduation speech. Mm-hmm. It was great. And she asks Bella about it. And Bella's like, uh, yeah, it's fine. I've got to go talk to Alice. And I was like, you were such a terrible friend. She's a bad like, friend, yeah. You are such a bad friend. Like, that was actually a really good speech. And and I just don't feel like it gets enough props. So <laughs> I, I wrote that. Yeah, so uh, overall, though, I will say this. I feel like New Moon was more... Like, Twilight gets all of the props, but honestly, I felt like New Moon was more enjoyable to watch. Like, it was, I don't know, I got more invested in, because there's, like, a grander scheme. Now, with the Volturi and stuff, I was like, okay, so there's, like, more going on here now, and I'm a little bit more fascinated, honestly. So, just with the, you know, the werewolves being in it now, it just widened things a little bit more. So, I, I got more interested watching it. I respect your opinion, but uh, okay, but you're disagree. gonna disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I was kind of bored, honestly. It was kind of wow. like I kind of didn't want to finish it if I wasn't doing it for this, dude. No, I, I get it. Like my mom actually read these books. Well, she read the first one, and then she read the second one, and she's like, "I tapped out." She said she tapped out. She was like, "I don't know what this is," but and again, maybe the books make more sense i don't know but i feel like there's a lot of like loose connections that just weren't clicking for me it was funny because recently so stephanie meyer puts out midnight sun it's in the um perspective of edward from uh going through the events of twilight and it's pretty funny the entire series or just the first book just the first book now a lot of people especially the the twihards as they are called (laughs) they they want her to do a second book and she on new moon and she said it'll just be super depressing to which many of them said we know (laughs) (laughs) give it to us anyway like are are we seriously doing like like a spin-off series of just all of edward because like He's in he's in the other movies like a lot more than he was in this one, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Again, yeah. So he's like barely in this. Meyer has said that she's not going to do it because it would be too depressing. But it also should be known that Stephanie Meyer has written the same book uh, three times now. She wrote Twilight. Then she wrote an anniversary like book version of Twilight where she switched the genders called Life and Death. And now she's written Midnight Sun. It's Twilight again, but from the perspective of Edward. So I just feel like 
keep that cash cow coming. Don't know why. I like the family better. Like, I like the Cullens, like, as a family so much better than everything else that's going on. Oh, wait. Like, before we end, I feel like we'd be seriously amiss if we didn't talk about the fact that Jacob's, like, family is constantly shirtless. Jorts all the time yeah, or yeah, nothing. Jorts with no shirt. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Well, because you never know when you're going to wolf out. They're <laughs> <laughs> going to wolf out on you, bro. <laughs> I just love it because they're always in a group too, and they always yeah. like line up like they're it's getting ready pack. for. Like... It's a wolf pack, dude. <laughs> you got me there. I mean, like, what else? <laughs> what if one of them? What if one of them came out in jeans and they're like, "Dude, are you like, serious? Bro. Cut those off!" <laughs> bro, it's above the knee. Come on, get with it. 